Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> breakthrough infection untreated you're probably more vulnerable than the average child who is not vaccinated who gets covid uh, like people have died who are double vaccinated in fact there was a guy who just won an emmy it was uh it was, yeah i saw that yeah the odds of that happening to a healthy child are very very low very low but that guy is probably your age how old are you i'm 51 yeah he's about your age theoretically you would be more vulnerable than a young child would be. You vaccinated would be more vulnerable of a breakthrough infection than a young child would be, statistically speaking, right? Uh, but you're not worried about catching it. They're both rare. But you're not worried about catching it. You're not worried about catching it because you've been vaccinated and you think it imparts a certain amount of protection. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying to you is I think that not worry is the same feeling that a lot of people have about their children. They're not worried about their healthy children catching it for the same reason you're not worried about catching it being vaccinated. That if treated correctly, they think that the child probably has a better chance even than you do because you're 51 years old. I, I think... Is I, that... I mean, they're, they're both... That seems reasonable, right? Well, I think it's... I don't... I, I, I know the story but about you, this 53-year-old you see guy. what I'm saying? Like, with your well, attitude that you're not worried about catching it because you've been vaccinated and you're a healthy guy. I'm, that is the exact same feeling that people have about vaccinating their children. If they have healthy children and they know that statistically speaking, there's so few children that have died from COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, th th there are. It's like, I think, 500 or so children. Out of millions and millions and millions of kids. That probably have been exposed. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, it's again, part of it is, is not defining this in terms of life and death. Um, I think but do it's you understand my point? Well, are you suggesting I get boosted? <laughs> I'm not say? saying that. What I'm saying is your attitude about not being concerned because you have antibodies and you think you would get through it even if you had a breakthrough infection, that is the exact same attitude that a lot of young people have where they don't want to get a shot because they're worried about the consequences, even though they're incredibly small. Consequences of the vaccine. Of the vaccine. Incredibly small. But the VAERS report, they do have deaths. The clip you just heard was Joe Rogan speaking with CNN's commentary doctor, Sanjoy Gupta. They talked about a number of things on his podcast. The one I'm going to focus the most on is the conversation you just heard about children and the perception of why they don't want to take it and children being anywhere from 18 below that they feel that they have strong enough immune systems where they don't feel they need the jab. And then parents who choose not to give the jab to their child because they feel like their child will go through it without a problem and come out okay on the other side. Before I get too deep into that, Another hot topic, and I'm sure you've heard it going around, is where they spoke about how CNN was dogging out Joe Rogan for using ivermectin, among other medications that his doctor prescribed to him when he did get COVID. And he was challenging Sanjoy on why he didn't um, correct all the broadcasters when they were dogging him out, being that he is the doctor on the program that they're talking to. Sanjoy should have said, you know, hold on, 
Ivermectin is used in animals as a dewormer. It's also used in humans to treat river blindness as an antiparasitic, and it's a Nobel Prize winning medication. I got to tell you, Sanjoy didn't have any good answers for him. He tried to deflect it a little bit at one point, like, oh, no, Joe, it wasn't like that, but it was absolutely like that. They were trying to dog him out because they didn't like what he was saying. They don't want to promote the treatment. They just want to promote the vaccine. So they didn't appreciate the video that Joe Rogan made. Therefore, they attacked him. Typical CNN. Afterwards, naturally, you know, CNN had to try to clean up the mess that they made. And they ended up having Sanjoy on with Don Lemon. Don Lemon asked them a bunch of questions to try to make it look as if they weren't lying and to justify what they did to Joe Rogan. I wanted you to hear that clip as well. Here that is. So very important. I know it's in, in large part a tongue-in-cheek interview, you know, because it's Joe Rogan and there's a lot of you're jockeying back and forth. But he he did say something about ivermectin that I think wasn't actually correct about CNN and lying, okay? Ivermectin is a drug that is commonly used as a horse dewormer. So it is not a lie to say that the drug is used as a horse dewormer. I, I, I think that's important, and it is not approved for COVID. Correct? That's right. That's correct. It, it, it is not approved for COVID, and you're right. I mean, the FDA even put out a, a statement saying, you know, basically reminding people, it was a strange sort of message from the FDA, but that said, you're not a horse, you're not a cow, stop taking this stuff, is essentially what they said, referring to ivermectin. Now, I think what, what Joe's point that is... It's been approved for humans, and, but not necessarily for COVID, right? Yeah. That's correct. It's been it's been used for a parasitic disease for something. It's called river blindness, and it's been very effective for that. But you know, just because it works for one thing doesn't mean it works for something else. And you know, there's still a few ongoing clinical trials around ivermectin, but for the most part, if you look at the data, there's no evidence that it that it really works here. When Joe got sick, he took ivermectin. He also took monoclonal antibodies which is, you know, an infusion of these antibodies. So he took both those things. It's, it's, it's very likely it was the monoclonal antibodies that made him feel better so quickly. So you can see the nonsense CNN's going through to try to retain whatever credibility they think they still have. Uh, you should have seen Don Lemon's face. I know you can't see it, but it, you should have seen Don Lemon's face when he was telling Sanjoy, oh, yeah, 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 I know it's used for humans too, blah, blah, blah. It looked like he was eating dirt. But these are the things that they do. They give you half-truths. They don't give you the full story. Yes, it is used as a horse dewormer. We know that. But it is also used to treat certain conditions. And there is no study to prove that it does or it does not work for COVID. So if a doctor feels that you should try it and it's a very safe drug to try, then let your doctor prescribe it to you. That's between you and him. So that was the other part of that conversation. But going back to the original clip that I played you about children and how parents feel about their children and how young adults and even middle-aged adults feel when they do not want to be vaccinated, especially children, that their immune systems are strong enough that even if they do contract COVID, they won't die from it, that they may get sick. We got plenty of treatments. They should be okay. And I think Joe was really trying to get Sanjay to have an honest conversation with him about the true risks. The biggest problem we're having with COVID and why I feel this interview was 
really good and, and very important, and if you get a chance, you should listen to the whole thing yourself, is that we're not having honest conversations about this. Everything with COVID, it's taboo if you ask any questions. You're not allowed to ask any questions. You just do what they say. They tell you to get the vaccine. You're not allowed to ask questions about the vaccine. You're not allowed to ask about side effects. You're not allowed to ask any questions. If you challenge anything that this administration is telling you, then you are the problem. You're not allowed to be free thinking. You're not allowed to ask questions. So an interview like that between him and Joe Rogan is extremely important. You got to try to get down, get, get past all the political side of this. Let's get some real answers. Just as much as you feel safe, the kids could feel safe. Is that or is that not true? Joe ultimately couldn't get a straight answer out of him because Sanjoy didn't know what to say. And honestly, what was probably going through his mind was he had to be very careful in what he did say because he is a paid commentator by CNN. You see, that's what happens when you take these people out of their safe spaces. See, at CNN, they're all like-minded. They all think the same. So having an interview with Don Lemon is like a walk in the park. You saw how confident he was during that interview. There wasn't stuttering and not knowing what to say. It was very precise. It was agreeable. Don Lemon would lead him in the conversation to make sure that he gave him the opportunity to give the answer that he was looking for him to give. And it makes it very easy for them because it's a safe space. Whereas Joe Rogan, you ain't safe there. Joe Rogan's going to ask you whatever he wants to ask you. So you, you better be prepared to answer whatever comes out. Sanjoy, unfortunately, couldn't do that. Yeah, he had a tough three hours with Joe Rogan, no doubt. But these conversations need to happen more frequently. Nobody trusts mainstream media anymore. Nobody. Okay. Everybody's looking for an alternative. People like myself are becoming alternative because at least we're trying to do the research and tell you what we have found, which makes it as true as what you're reading. So you got to go to trusted sources, but you're trying to provide truth and insight to people. You're not lying on purpose. We're not trying to lead you in a particular direction. We're not just saying things for the hell of it. Are we going to get things wrong from time to time? Of course, we're human beings. If we get something wrong, we may not even know it, some people. You may have to get called out on it by, by one of your audience. They may have to say, hey, send you an email and say, hey, Joe, you gave this statistic and it's false. And then, well, where did you get your information from? Let me see your information and then we compare the two. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You know, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But CNN doesn't do that. Mainstream media is not doing that. Mainstream media is has a particular narrative that they are pushing. And they're going to make every news story fit into that narrative because that is their ultimate goal. They want you, they want to lead you in a certain direction. Prime example, Hunter Biden during the election. Did you hear anything about what was going on with him? They were suppressing that. They were suppressing the laptop. They're suppressing everything coming out from Ukraine and from China. They're suppressing everything and they are turning the focus onto Trump. Orange man bad. Look at these tweets. You know, the best form of bias is omission. If they don't talk about it, it never happened. This next story that I'm bringing you about Hunter Biden. More stuff came out of his laptop. More stuff surfaced. The Daily Mail reported Joe and Hunter had a shared bank account. 
which raises serious questions whether funds from the alleged joint account were used for Hunter's May 2018 week-long bender with prostitutes in Hollywood hotels. Where did all that money come from? Is it some from Joe, some from Hunter? You don't know. No one's talking about it. Why aren't they talking about it? John Cassara, a former U.S. intelligence officer and Treasury special agent who is an expert in money laundering, said that if Joe were pre- weren't president right now, excuse me, he'd probably be in the prosecutor's crosshairs along with his son. It's potential money laundering while he was VP of the United States. Now that Joe's sitting in the White House, he can't be touched. Every media outlet should be running this story. Look what they did to Trump with nowhere near the amount of evidence that they have against Joe and Hunter from these laptops that this crackhead decided to either turn into shops or left behind. I don't even know how many laptops this guy's missing. We'll probably find another one sooner or later because he's so dumb. But it's just, it's amazing. No one's saying anything. They should be running this on the front page. Trump was getting killed for the whole Russia collusion thing. He didn't do any of it. No evidence, hearsay at best, and ultimately found to be innocent of everything. He didn't do any of it. And they ran that story nonstop, 24 hours a day for the first year and a half of his presidency. And you're telling me we have a smoking gun laptop that proves that Hunter and Joe were using the same account, paying each other's bills, money that was coming in from foreign nations while he was vice president. He can't be touched. He's immune to this. There's no penalty that'll be paid They're not going to look into it. You know they're not going to do anything with it. The FBI is not going to do anything with it. So once again, another corrupt political family is going to get a free pass, just like the Clintons. You wonder why people are always saying it's a two-tier justice system in the United States. Wonder why people are always calling that out. Rules for thee, but not for me. Because none of this applies to these people. God forbid if any of us did this. We would be in handcuffs in jail. It wouldn't even be a question. It would just be a matter of when. When are you going to jail? Sooner or later. Because you're not getting past it. But Joe won't get hit. Hunter won't get hit. Hillary never got hers. Obama never got his. Comey never got his for lying. I mean, all these people just skate on by. You should really read the article from the Daily Mail. It's a long article. They provide all the emails. They have all the documentation that they got from this. And it's damning. And it's just another reminder of how we live in two different worlds. They will not face any penalties, whereas we absolutely would have anything even remotely close to this came out about you and your personal life. Now, inflation. Let's go right to inflation. Inflation's bad. Beef's up, what, 18%? Eggs are up 11%. Gas has almost doubled in price. Depending on where you live, it might have been more than double from when Trump was in the office. Inflation month over month is the highest it's been in 13 years. 13. (laughs) What was happening 13 years ago? Oh, that's right. The same jackasses were in the White House. (laughs) Same administration. 
Gee, I wonder why we're doing so poorly. For any liberal, any Democrat, if you really need to pay attention to see something, who was running the country 13 years ago? What administration took over? Obama and Biden. With uh, the majority of the same people that are in the administration now as there were then. And of course, inflation's on the rise. Big surprise. (laughs) Joe's doing exactly what Obama told him to do from back then. You remember... Inflation was terrible under Obama. We had the most stagnant economy of all times. Remember, um, Obama even mocked Trump and said, what's he going to do? Wave a magic wand and all of a sudden the economy is going to come back? Yeah, yeah, he did actually. I guess he's got a magic wand. Or maybe he just got rid of all these ridiculous restrictions and he actually let America run itself like it should. And he got out of the way as the federal government should get out of our way and let us run it. That's that's what we do, and inflation will go back down. Raise the rates, burn the cash, let everything start to fly like it was, and we'll be good to go. Unfortunately, inflation's here. It's going to be here. It's going to continue to go up. Our paychecks are going to continue to dwindle because of it. So with this whole he's not going to tax the rich thing, don't believe it because every time you go to the grocery store, as inflation continues to go up, you're spending more and more for the same product. So you know, essentially, whether it's a taxed money or it's just from inflation, you're making less money under the Biden administration. So thank you, Sleepy Creepy, for systematically destroying this country. Another little item that caught my attention that really gets me nervous is the shortages on the shelves. Pete Buttigieg come out and say that they're going to be around for years to come. We're going to have shortages for years to come. You have ports completely backed up with cargo ships all out in the bays waiting to unload. Why can't they unload? We've been over this because Joe Biden's paying everybody to stay at home. You don't have enough dock workers and you don't have enough truckers. So if you don't have enough workers, obviously the product's not getting to its intended destination. So that crisis is a direct result of policy by Joe Biden. So now comes my concern. My concern is when he made the announcement that he's going to use Walmart and other private companies to run 24 hours a day to start bringing product across the United States and get the shelves stocked. It sounds good in theory, but what have I told you? What do you already know? Cause you're all intelligent people, public private partnership equals socialism. We do not need the federal government getting involved in the ports. They need to stay out of the ports. It's none of their damn business. They need to get out of the way Stop with their nonsense policies, get people back to work, and we'll get the product out there. Let the private sector do what they do, turn and burn and make the money they're going to make and get the product to the stores. Joe Biden is creating a lot of public-private partnerships, and everybody should be concerned. Look what he has done Okay, right now with the trucking to get the product out. He's also... Uh, partnered up with private companies for cybersecurity. Okay, like I said, all these things sound good. 
until the government's got their grubby little hands in everything, which means they are in control of everything, which is bad. They're partnering up with all local companies on mandates, making sure everybody's getting this nonsense vaccine that doesn't even work. It shouldn't even be called a vaccine, once again, because vaccines means you get it one time and you never get whatever they're giving you a vaccine for. Not you get a shot and another shot and another shot and another shot and another shot until the end of time. It's it's not a vaccine, but sorry about that. Let's get beyond that. He's partnering up for that. Okay. Every time Joe Biden decides to partner up with the private sector, you should get more and more nervous because that will lead to socialism period. Once they have control, think about it. They got control of the ports. They got control of the internet with cybersecurity. So they're going to be watching on the internet. They're trying to work with drug companies to control what you're putting in your body and whatnot. You see the freedoms starting to slip away. You see all the government starting to surround you. This should definitely put you on red alert. Pay attention. Believe me, they're going in that direction. That's what the Green Deal is. That's what the Great Reset is. That is the direction we are going in. And the only way that we stop it, The only way it stopped is for people to wake up and see what's coming so we can all stand and fight against it together. That is the only way we prevent this from happening. Well, that was a pretty good episode. I would say so myself. (laughs) And that might just be dumb too. Anyways, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It would help me out greatly. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. You can leave me a message. If you'd like to check out any videos I do, Little Joe's Conservative Corner on Rumble exclusively. I don't put it up anywhere else. If you'd like to follow me, Gab, at the real Little Joe. Twitter, at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. And I hope you have a wonderful and blessed weekend. I hope Friday treats you well. And we will do it again on Tuesday.